Most of us say we want transparency. In fact, we require it from people in certain situations because transparency is important to us, right? As we form relationships of any kind, whether they're personal or professional, it doesn't matter. It's important to know all you can about who's on your team or who's in your circle or just who's a part of your life and relationships. But when someone requires us to be transparent, and now we don't control the direction of that conversation anymore. I have to say, sometimes we're reluctant to be forthcoming. We're reluctant to disclose. We're reluctant to be open because all of the sudden, transparency, now that it's looking at us, takes on a whole new meaning. So let me ask you, do you think our affinity for transparency is selective depending on what side we're on? Let's talk about it. The Fields Effect. When I think about all of the episodes that I've done so far, I always go back to the first one I did about fear because of the feelings that that one sparked in people. I feel like this episode is so similar because of the emotional impact that transparency brings because transparency in its true form, it can be so hard sometimes. I know we like to think that we have it all locked up. I know we like to think that we don't have trouble being transparent and that, you know, there's no issue here and this doesn't apply. I get that. I've found that that's really not true and that it just depends on what area is being pressed and who's pressing (laughs) to determine how well we do when it comes to being fully transparent. You know, I'm sitting here talking to you through this mic, but I want you to hear me say that doesn't separate us. I face these same challenges. And that's why I sometimes pull out the tough topics because most of us want to pretend that we don't struggle with certain things. That's what people do. And that always causes me pause because I always wonder who is that helping? And sometimes I just want to talk about, you know, light stuff. I want to talk about my yoga aspirations or my post-COVID wardrobe challenges, which are many. I'm almost full-time sweats. But I stay here in this space for the most part because These are the things that we typically want to sweep under the rug, right? And that's why I have such a passion for these discussions because of the effect that these things have on our lives. And because sometimes we don't even realize how big of an effect it really is until it's too late. So saying all that to say, that's why having these thought-provoking conversations sometimes beat out the yoga talks because they become so important, you know, so that we know at the end of the day, the choice is ours. We can either take the time to understand how we feel about these things and how we want to move forward, or we can not think about it. That's an option. Just let things happen and risk not getting the outcomes we want. So transparency is a big one to tackle, but I just want to simplify it. I think if I can simplify it, I can say people just want to know who and what they're dealing with, period. So they can make informed decisions about how much time they're going to invest in you or how much access they're going to give you to them or how much energy they're going to expend on the potential of whatever the relationship is going to be, whether it's going to be personal or professional, it doesn't matter. It's all the same thing here. And I'll carve this out before we get too deep. Not everyone is going to require it from you. That's very important. Some people will be fine taking you at face value. They're okay with that. They're okay with being surprised when they find out you might not actually be as represented, right? Because they don't have anything on the line that you can damage, but the ones that will require it from you, they require it for a reason. And it's usually because they just have too much at stake to take the risk. Listen to me, too much at stake to take the risk of unnecessarily going down a path 
with someone that doesn't fully, genuinely understand or value the importance of being transparent. And I want to be fair because sometimes we don't value it because we haven't been exposed to the need for it at a higher level. Or it could be that we're just constantly in self-serving mode and we don't care. But whatever that is, the danger is that our lack of understanding or a lack of care, however you refer to it, that can be detrimental for someone that has something to lose. And that's why I thought that this was such a vital topic in its full scope, right? So think about this. Let's picture this scenario. Someone's taking on this career-changing project, and they make a decision that they want to hire you to perform a, you know, a key role in this project because you represented to them that you had a certain experience level, but when you did that, you were embellishing because you just wanted the job. To you, the embellishment was no big deal. It's in your mind, you're like, listen, I just got to do what I got to do to get the job, right? I just got to lock this in. And that's all it was about. You weren't trying to have ill intentions. You were just, you know, self-serving, right? Just trying to get the job. But for that person whose entire career could be hanging on this deal, the transparency that they needed from you around your abilities, around your experience, and around your past results, it's imperative. Let's take it a step further. Let's say they rep you to their network, to their inner circle, but you weren't completely forthcoming, and now you're not able to perform the job. For that person, that can be professionally devastating if things don't go right. Do you see what I'm saying? It's a dramatic example, but the reason why I highlight it is to show you how we can be short-sighted because we don't fully know or fully understand what's at stake in any given situation because we aren't always privy to that information. We make assumptions based upon our own limited understanding, and then we approach it from a place that's all about what we need or what we want or what we expect, and that's the danger. So let's get into this. When someone says they need full transparency from us, we almost always act like we're good with it. At first, we're like, oh yeah, you want full transparency? Yeah, sure, I'm an open book. You can ask me anything. Because in our minds, we believe that we're okay to talk about how we feel emotionally. That's okay, we we can talk about that. How we feel politically, socially. Because even though the way that we feel, even though we can be a little uncertain or sometimes feel a little uncomfortable disclosing our opinion, depending on what side we're on, especially when something's controversial, we know how to push through. And we can adjust the delivery for the audience and we can have those conversations. So when we look at it like this, and if if this is transparency, it's easy to think we don't have an issue with it because we're able to talk about anything, right? Easy work. But watch this. When the request for transparency gets too close to the stuff that we don't want to disclose or that we're protecting, we back up. We back up a little because now not only do we have to speak to it, but we also have to face some of our past decisions or some of the decisions that we know are questionable or some of the decisions that we feel are not fully in alignment with you know, what we're trying to project right now. And the problem is now we don't want to be fully transparent. But what happened? Because when the conversation was light, you said you were comfortable talking about things at all levels, but now you want to grow your network. Now you want to get into rooms that you haven't been able to access or gain trust in a personal relationship that's you know, far beyond anything you've ever been involved in. This is your moment. But the thing is, now you're in a spot where transparency isn't optional. Transparency is the fee that you have to pay to be in the room. And that's the point I'm trying to make. If we control the conversation, it's all good. We're comfortable because we understand how to pivot away from the stuff that may be unfavorable, right? But if we don't control that conversation, if we don't control the request for information or if it's too invasive, 
we get jumpy. And I think that comes from the fear of being perceived a certain way or the insecurities we have about our past decision-making or the anxiety that we get when we're thinking that we're going to be excluded from a situation because of the person's total you know, perception of us once we disclose or once we answer the questions they're asking when they want us to be transparent, right? And I've been on both sides. When you're the extractor, when you're the one that's asking the questions, it's all gas, no brakes. This was probably all of our favorite side to be on, right? Because what do you care? You're evaluating whether you want to be involved with someone in whatever capacity, whether you want to be in a relationship with them or you want to do business with them. You're just analyzing the situation so you can make a decision, so you can manage your risk. This is not an emotional exercise. You don't have any skin in this game. It's not hard. It's easy to do. It's easy to press someone else, but it's not easy to be the one getting pressed. And I'm bringing this up because this has impacted me personally, and I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one that thought, yeah, I've grown past this. I have this covered until that topic was so sensitive that I just wanted to back up and get out of it. Look, when I found myself on the other side and I was the one that was getting pressed, I started looking for the out. And I want to paint a picture for you here so that I can describe exactly what happens to me in these moments so you fully can picture this, right? I've never formally played basketball, but this is the best way that I can describe what I feel when I'm in these moments. When I am the one that's getting pressed for information that I do not feel comfortable talking about, it makes me feel like this. I'm on the basketball court. I've got the ball, but I'm surrounded and I'm just standing still and I'm dribbling the ball. It's like everything's going in slow motion because I'm trying to focus and I'm looking for a clear path to push through so I can get the shot off because, of course, I've got to make the shot, right? In my mind, that's all I have to do. All I have to do is find a path so I can navigate the situation. Follow me. Because in these moments where I'm getting pressed to disclose Since I don't know where the conversation is going, I don't know how invasive it's going to get. I just want to find the clear path. I want to sink that ball and I want to get out all net, no rim, which is my way of saying no scratch, right? I want to get out without a scratch because I want to perform. I want to disclose. I want to be transparent, but I'm not controlling the direction of the conversation. And that just becomes so uncomfortable. So let's be real. The feeling that I'm describing of nervousness or wanting to get out of it It only happens when we don't know how to support a decision that we've made or when we don't know how to talk through something. And I want to tell you what getting nervous looks like. It looks like deflection. It looks like dismissal, irritation, defensiveness. You minimize the inquiry as being irrelevant or you worse, you wrap it up as an attack. That's what getting nervous looks like. See, when I first started talking in the episode in the very beginning, I knew someone was thinking, yeah, yeah, I don't have an issue with that. I can be transparent. But I know intimately from all of the people that I've talked to because of how I've been pressed and because of how I intuitively know how to press, I know that's not true. That's not true at all. Almost everyone struggles with this until they learn how to truly and at all times make decisions that are in alignment with who they say they are. Because if there are any discrepancies, any discrepancies at all, it makes people cock their head sideways, you know, like like when a dog hears a noise and he turns his head to the side because now they know, wait a minute, there's more to this and I need to keep pressing. And they will, they will keep pressing until you give them everything they need to feel comfortable moving forward. So I think our fear is that 
if someone knows those private things that we're holding close to the vest, that it will exclude us. But the thing is, I think in many circumstances, our ability to be transparent and our ability to have those tough conversations like head on and to disclose those unfavorable things, sometimes it makes us more attractive because now people know, okay, I know what this is and now I feel comfortable, you know, moving one way or the other. One of my mentors asked me one time if I was someone that lived in the moment. I didn't really understand what they meant by it specifically or what I had done or, you know, to prompt the question. But even though I wasn't fully clear, I didn't feel like I wanted to be aligned with the phrase. And I was you know, annoyed by it or irritated, offended because I knew there was something there. There was something in the phrase that was rattling me. I knew something was out of alignment between what I was saying and what I was doing. I I didn't like that. I didn't want to be framed up like that by someone else. Let me tell you where we get this twisted. What we like to do when when we have these inconsistencies, what we like to do when we're talking about ourselves is take everything in totality and say, yeah, that's not how I operate. This is what I normally do. What we don't like to do is to dig into those cracks and crevices that are inconsistent, that are the reason for people asking us these questions. Do you live in the moment? And we don't want to address them. Think about your most personal relationships, right? Whether you're dating or you're married, you love the person, you care for them, you support them. But sometimes you withhold information because you think if they knew, it might compromise the relationship. Think about it like this. This is going to be like a way off example, but this is how I drill the point in. Let's say you had a gambling problem in the past and then you got over it and you decided, you know, this is not what I'm going to do anymore. This is not the person that I am. And you're married, you're doing great, you've got this nice nest egg, and then an opportunity comes up to invest and you take half of the money and you invest it and it ends up being a bad investment and you lose it all. You might not want to tell your spouse that that happened because they might think that maybe you're gambling again, maybe you have something to hide and it could create this anxiety and this drama that you don't want to address. And this is where you choose not to be fully transparent. This is hard because this is where fear hops into the conversation because you're afraid of what the outcome will be. But the funny thing is you might actually gain more trust and have more growth if you're open about a situation as opposed to not disclosing. But again, this is one of those things where it depends on just how comfortable we are with the level of disclosure. And that's why I say when it gets sensitive, right? So I'll tell you, when you find yourself in a situation where something is too hard to talk about and when your own answer becomes an answer that you just never would accept from someone else, if someone else gave it to you, you're pushing yourself through the next phase of transparency, keep going. I talked about the consequences of your actions in an earlier episode. The episode was called The House Mistakes Built, and I feel like this is an extension of that. Let me say this. Transparency is a go-to word. It's trendy. People use it all the time, and usually it's used when people are engaging in surface talk that has no risk around it at all, right? But the true meaning of transparency in action is powerful, and if you really want to grow if you really want to build confidence, if you really want to be more authentic, all the things I talked about in my first few podcasts, you have to embrace the complexities of transparency. You have to take an honest look at your actions, your decisions, and what you say that you really want because transparency isn't easy. It's not. It's definitely not a cakewalk for me. But what I'm finding is that when you start to open up, accept who you are, get comfortable speaking to and operating in that space, 
you'll welcome the conversation because you have nothing to hide and everything to gain. Let us all aspire. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening. For more of The Fields Effect, check us out at thefieldseffect.com or connect with us on Instagram at The Fields Effect. Guys, click the follow button and lock in with us because sometimes looking at a situation from a different lens can change your whole experience. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening.